I visited the gynecologist recently to try to get to the bottom of a chronic problem. A mysterious feeling in my nether regions I could only describe vaguely as discomfort or pressure. I had no words for it, no medical verb like itching or burning or throbbing, and so the gynaecologist didn't really know what to do with me. He sent me for an ultrasound. Laying there with my legs hoisted up and a dildo-like device pushed inside of me, I experienced a moment of extreme emptiness. I associated ultrasounds with pregnancy, a doctor pointing to a blip on the screen, a couple gazing lovingly at their pea-sized prospect of a person. I wasn't shown the image of whatever they were trying to locate inside of me. I knew it wasn't a baby. But that wasn't the problem. The particular emptiness I felt didn't come from the absence of life. It came from the gaping void in my vocabulary. It came from my sense of utter disconnection from the process unfolding at the other end of the inspection table. It came from not knowing what was wrong with me, from not even knowing what my doctor was looking for. When I met my gynaecologist for the much-anticipated follow-up appointment, he could tell me very little. No cysts, he said, no tumours, nothing lethal. Might be endometriosis, he suggested, and casually offered me the option of keyhole surgery to further investigate the cause. This would involve an anaesthetic, after which they would cut into my belly and insert a camera to inspect the inside of my womb. I'd come to the appointment expecting scientific images of my uterus. Instead, I was left with one of my body as an inanimate object, a keyhole waiting for the insertion of a pretty non-committal medical key. I politely declined. The gynaecologist nodded and said it wasn't a problem. I wondered how it possibly could have been a problem, whom it could have posed a problem for. He added, maybe next time I see you, it'll be for a happy occasion, maybe in the maternity unit. I was left wondering if I looked like I was approaching the end of my childbearing window. In one way, that was insulting. I was 28 and surely had a few years to go. In another way, though, those words, coming from a man in a white coat, a man so learned and established, in a setting so clinical and authoritative, were exciting. Thrilling. Thrilling in the sense that I could be considered that uncomplicated idea of a woman. Just a body waiting to conceive. You see, I've never been able to view my body with a kind of assurance that this doctor was doing. I've spent my whole life wanting to be a natural woman. And by that, I mean I've always wanted to feel the things I thought other girls felt to pass the milestones other female bodies went through. I assumed this journey was effortless for other women. It appeared to be from the outside. Then again, from the outside, I must have also presented like an effortless girl. I look like your most generic of cis females, boobs, curves, silky hair, and bright clothes to match. Inside, though, I've always felt like an imposter mainly because I have always felt as though my body was betraying me.
When I tried inserting a tampon for the first time, it wasn't smooth and empowering like it seemed to be for the other girls at school. I panicked and fainted at the thought that it might get stuck. When I had sex for the first time, it wasn't like a whole new world had opened up. It hurt. And I was scared that we'd done some irreparable damage. When I started taking the contraceptive pill, it wasn't this cool little moment where the alarm on your phone went off and you popped one like a tab of LSD in front of your friends and got on with your life. My boobs swelled to three times their normal size and, emotionally, I felt like the end was nigh.